Welcome to the Film Study in All American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi, and my starter and closer back on the pod, Chanel. <laughs> and like this episode, y'all, this 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 episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment, comment, all of the things. Um, yeah, let's be we, we, we gonna get into it. Let's get into it. You ready? <laughs> ready is all. It's still so fresh. It only happened an hour and a half ago. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, what were your thoughts, number one, overall on this episode? It felt like the best way to describe this one of those cookies that they have everything in got chocolate chip macadamia nuts got some raisins like they threw every single thing into this finale <laughs> they made sure that they were tying up or alluding to more story with every single storyline that they had um i enjoyed it it was just there's a lot to cover so let's of course there <laughs> there is there is and i love <laughs> i just love your analogy it's like <laughs> i knew you were gonna go with a good analogy and that's an excellent analogy i have no notes i have no notes <laughs> on that analogy because the, um i started off this episode like i have not i've been excited to see like the episodes throughout the seasons but i think the excitement that built for this season finale in particular, I was just like, I feel like I haven't been that excited since, uh, since like episode six and seven, like when we were finding out like what was going on with the whole Vegas deal, like since right. all that happened. Um, and so it, it, I'm not gonna lie, it delivered, it delivered for me. I remember thinking, usually I feel like they're they're fast-paced episodes it's just like there's so much happening what is going on but oddly I didn't feel I there was a lot happening but I didn't feel like what is going on like last season finale I was like what (laughs) what is this and then like I enjoyed it but I was like what there's a there's a lot of stuff but like all of the stuff that they had in this uh this episode at least to me in my opinion made sense made a lot of sense for what they've been um setting up and i think it like the episode went by fast but it went by slower at the same time like i remember Mm -hmm. looking up it was only like 8 15 and i was like what same same i think we had gotten a certain part of the show i want to say it was around like the punch and I think we still had like 20 minutes left the show. And I was just like, yo. Yeah. I thought, you know what I mean? What? It's like right. 8.59 or something. Literally. Literally. Because they just packed so much into those minutes. And usually I think what they've done in the past is, uh, and they usually have like very packed finales or whatever. But I feel like with their major episodes that people are like anticipating, it's like, 
I'm not going to say it's not fluff for the entire episode, but it actually like goes by slower and they do the whole like last 10 minutes, like everything's going to happen. Right. But it was like, no, first 10 minutes, things are happening. Second 10 minutes, third and fourth. Absolutely. They did not we draw fit in everything. out the biggest parts till the last, to the end of the show, they which happens so often they in the season not. finales. You're waiting yeah. for that yes. big storyline and you don't get it until 10 minutes left the show. No, I hate that. Exactly. That definitely did not exactly. happen here. And I, 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 I loved the pacing of this episode again. And um, yeah, so that's the overall thoughts, overall thoughts, uh, hopping into the storyline because there are a ton of them. <laughs> um, first off the bat, I wanted to like separate Halloween because I felt like it was a, its own thing. The, the, mm. uh, where we left off was kind of crazy, like in reference to like SWAT, like what in the world? I was not expecting that to happen at the end no. of that last episode after all of the drama that that brought. Um, but not Coop saving the day! <laughs> not Coop saving the day of being like, okay, the black is back is all clear. I done picked up do-do-do for Mama Laura. Like, I picked this up. I know that the back is clear. You did not read my, read my, my rights, so we can all get up. Like, that was insane and it was funny because not even like jordan and olivia were able to like process all of those things even though you know she learned these things from lauren lauren is their mom so like right it uh i was just like okay coop with saving the day you you got some props for me coop you got some props for me i was gonna say um, i know coop is not your favorite character but look at the little character arc that we're getting from coop right She's always yeah. a character that needs saving, um, is always in some type of dire situation. And now she's the, again, we see this change with her. And I I don't even want to say like within this season, I want to say it's been within the, maybe the past five episodes or so, where we kind of see- <laughs> Literally just character. the past five because she was trash. <laughs> yeah, like, but- But I mean facts, but a fact, she was trash. <laughs> But this little change is nice. So we actually get to see her stepping into this new thing. So she goes from having to be saved to being the one to save others. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I'm going to be like, we're going to make a lot of callbacks to like what happened at the top of this season, because Mm -hmm. it's like the characters are in such different places. Yeah. And it's been a 20 episode season. So of course, but like, they're in such different places. And to that right. point, like, because they had 20 episodes, they have this five episode period where it is believable, like that Coop was, to me, annoying for the majority of the season. And I was super impressed with how she handled herself for the most part, this mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, to that point, like, very different than like the person who was obsessed with Mo. Um, the person who, you know, was like d- directionless mm-hmm. after the shooting and, and everything Naive, like that. Impulsive. Um, yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Um, also, not the parents being actual parents. I was like, <laughs> look at that. So surprised. Well, Laura is always a parent, but like, I really? was so surprised that Grace actually showed up. Uh, because she only cares about Spencer. So the fact that she actually showed up with Billy and Laura to the house to check on Spencer, but like in effect, check on everyone. Like she didn't just wait for Spencer to come home like she normally does. I was very 
shocked because usually she's just like, I'm gonna wait for Spencer to come to me. <laughs> we have very passive parents in this show, and then all, all of a sudden yeah. they're all proactive, right? Right, right. Um, uh, and <laughs> one little someone said this, uh, and we know that Billy's only active, he's only a proactive parent when it comes to Spencer. Someone pointed out a shout out to you, Dreddit. My friend Jaretta pointed out that when Billy walked through the door and saw Spencer, he was like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It, it was still a fight tonight. How many times did Billy call them? Wow, oh, my sons, my sons, those are my boys. Like, sir, <laughs> you do not care about Jordan at all. <laughs> Look, he knows where his meal ticket is, okay? Exactly. He knows where his meal ticket is. He knows where his favorite son is, um, <laughs> who his favorite son is. Um, with that being said, his son, uh, they were wondering where he was, and uh, Liv was just like, Layla needs some air, so like, Jordan went with her to step outside, or whatever, whatever. And I was just like, heck yeah, he did! <laughs> <laughs> Jordan had to see about that cliffhanger Layla left him on, though. Um, and so, yeah, they they will get to them later on, but he, he was out, so he wasn't there for this part. Uh, and, you know, Olivia very quickly was just like, knew who it was, was just like, it's Wade. It's Wade. I know mm-hmm. I said like, blah, 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 but it's Wade and I know it's Wade. And uh, everybody was sort of trying to get her to 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 calm down. Right. Um, Spencer especially was just like, well, let's all take a beat and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and Liv was just like, nah, <laughs> I'm not going to take a beat. Right? Because he did, like, he sent me this thing on my phone two seconds before SWAT arrived or whenever the SWAT, after SWAT arrived. And, like, you know, she she was just like, I, I'm just not having it. I'm just not having it. So, uh, basically what happened is they didn't want the girls to stay in the big house in the mansion alone. So some of the girls stayed with the guys. Uh, but Liv was just like, I'm going to my parents' <laughs> Side note, I loved like every single line delivery that Samantha Logan had because it was just so I don't, I I and again we'll get into this when we get to her story, but I I felt the uh I felt the built up frustration right. um it felt very from authentic. her in the entire episode. Yeah, it felt super authentic. It felt super authentic. And so that's where we leave them off going into sort of what is the story of stories of the episode is that, you know, some of the girls staying with the guys lives at her parents uh, in, in Crenshaw. Coop and Patience. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, but hold on. What did you think about the Halloween? Anything else on the Halloween, Halloween end of the story? Um, in terms of how it happened this episode or how it ended last episode? how they wrapped it up in this episode. Um, okay, so it's going to be, for me, it's going to be a little bit of both. In the sense that, like you, I was not expecting the SWAT thing at all. Um, I, to me, that came out of left field, but then I guess when they started explaining... It did. It did. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what, what is happening? So now all of a sudden we got the SWAT team. I thought they were going to make it... I, for a second, I thought it was going to be like a political statement. I wasn't sure where we were going with this. Yeah, I was it. really confused. <laughs> Yeah. Um, they were like, let's just throw in a SWAT team for fun. Like, like, yeah, that came out of left field. Um, but in terms of just how everything wrapped up, 
some of those sections for me personally were a little bit fuzzy just because I'm here trying to grapple with everything, understand, first of all, recover from what happened and kind of right. follow follow the storyline um, as they go. But yeah, that one, that for me personally, that one was just a little weird, but I, I guess it makes sense to the overall storyline when it comes to Wade and, you know how that builds on um as we'll see later yeah yeah i thought that they could have handled i i don't think they needed the swat team to come no um to get the same sort of idea across like even if it was just and i don't even want to say this but even if it was just like regular cops or something Mm. i don't know but it was just like the swat team was a lot and even to your point is like they picked it up and then sort of just like left it where Coop and Spencer had that conversation and it was just like, oh, we were the only two that that have been shot. Um, And it just sort of like fell right there. So it was very interesting. And I, yeah, I I was not a big fan of the the SWAT device. Right. Because I mean, I understand how bringing that in adds an element of, race and that conversation and of course um with the coach and what billy was trying to convey in terms of the optics just how that looks does not look good when you have predominantly black children being held at gunpoint by a swat team right totally understand um but like you i'm curious to see if there would have been maybe just another scenario that maybe would have been a bit more believable that could have worked with the storyline too Right. Or like a little bit more like um um just not as like traumatic with not as many yeah. dynamics going on. Like again, right. like a SWAT team is another level yeah. of seriousness. Mm-hmm. Um and to have like everybody on the ground, like the whole entire friend group on the ground is right. like also another level. So yeah, it was very super interesting. Super interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm curious to see because it's like the coach, uh, yeah, the coach, mm-hmm. like, we don't completely know what his end of it all is as well, right. Right. Uh, which is strange. So, yeah, I'm curious to see if this comes back around in season five, in early season five, for sure. Um... But yeah, yeah. But like I said, Coop saved the day. Uh, and we see, like, Coop's handling it pretty well. Coop's making mm-hmm. food, making some something <laughs> try blah, 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 hash. <laughs> I didn't catch the name. Uh, but Coop and Patience talk about the fact uh, that, you know, what happened happened. Uh, we later find out that they sleep together, which I did not know. I was just like, I thought they got interrupted. Like, <laughs> Oh, no, I definitely got the vibe that they had done the damn thing because just from how it ended, yeah, 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 just from how it ended in the last episode, I was like, oh, okay, they're they're definitely hooking up. I mean, I thought about it, but I was just like, but oh, like the the cops came like right after, like they didn't have time, but they had done, they had done. I'd say no, it's not, what you mean? No, <laughs> they ain't gonna stop nothing. No, legitimately. Uh, and so, to talk about not stopping nothing, they talk about going on a little getaway. 
um, to talk about them. And Coop suggested the getaway, by the way. Uh, so Coop is dealing with Sky, who she's been dating, um, and goes <laughs> goes to Slauson's cafe to uh, presumably tell Sky, uh, "Look, I've been with patients and blah blah blah, and look, this is just not going to work out with you and me." Here is the one thing I was just like, "Look at Coop making food. Look at Coop doing this and that. Like Coop is on her good tip today." Uh, even though I didn't want uh, Coop and Patience to get back together this this fast, I was just like, "All right, Coop, Coop is being cool." Mm-hmm. And then the moment I saw her in, in the cafe with Sky, yeah, uh, and she was like flirting with Sky, I was just like, "What?" <laughs> this happened too fast for you there. What? What did you think about that? Like after mm-hmm. the whole conversation that she had with Patient, which by the way, I just rewatched the episode where they like got together, like in season one. Yeah. Uh, and so it's super. Uh, they're. I've just been thinking about their whole relationship over the course of the past couple seasons. But what did you think about like Coop flirting with Sky after having this conversation with Patience and then Sky's so- response? <laughs> Right. So I think Sky's response was what caught me off guard. Um, in addition to just seeing Coop with her immediately in that scene, because I'm thinking to myself, oh, snap, she's playing patience or she's trying to have her cake and eat it too type of thing. Yep. Um, but then you could see that Coop was struggling with getting out that, hey, this happened between patience and I. And she tried to rectify it in terms of like sh- she was being honest with Sky. This is yeah. what happened, but Sky's response. She was just like, she literally was just like, yeah, I'm going to drop you. Or like something of that nature. It wasn't right. that bad, but she was just like, yeah, I'm getting back together. <laughs> yeah. And it, 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 first of all, it happened really fast. I think she had perhaps wanted to, or they, to me, it seemed as though they alluded to her wanting to kind of like let her down easy, but that's definitely just mm-hmm. not how it happened. It kind of just was blurted no. out. But for Sky's yeah. response, After flirting with her. <laughs> right. But for Sky's response to be that you're basically calling her out and saying you're afraid of what this could be, yeah, and you're falling back into old patterns. I was like, oh, okay. Like, if there's one thing we don't know much about Sky's character from what I remember, however, Sky does not hold her tongue, and I think she always calls she doesn't what they are, right. Yeah, if one thing and, so, and we've do, learned to trust that as an audience, which is yes. crazy because she's only been in like three or something right. episodes. And she, if there's one thing that she's going to do, she's going to put Coop in her place. And right, I think Coop needs that. Coop needs someone to be she does blunt with her. Hey, this is not how this is going to work, or you're trying to do this, this, and this. Right. So when she basically said, "No, you're afraid of what this could be. You're falling back into old patterns." And it's sad to see. I said, oh, snap. And you could see the look on... Um, Jaw was on the floor. Yeah. Jaw was on the floor. Especially with that question of, um, you can't tell me that you're still in love with her. In love with patience. I was like... I said, oh, snap. And then you see Coop's face and I'm like, dang, she really is not. And that That, that realization... That was crazy. Yeah, that happened for me in that moment in the same way that it happened for her. I think I had the same, same and reaction. Legitimately, so did I, because I, to your point, I was not expecting it 
right. to go like how it was gonna go and i was i was hoping that like coop would like be honest and she would be like oh but i'm like um i re- i thought that she was basically gonna tell patients like oh i don't want to mess this up i want to see where it goes but blah with sky she would tell sky or whatever and they mm-hmm. would have a conversation but i did not imagine that like coop would look at, as guilty as she did like even with the mm-hmm. like hash hash brown situation or whatever when sky was just like oh i know you've been looking forward to doing this and this and that and coop looks super guilty and then when sky said what she said i was just like (gasps) especially the line about patience i was just like yep coop isn't in love with patience anymore right (laughs) and they've what only been apart for maybe i mean i'm trying to understand the timeline of the show but what i'm guessing is a couple weeks to a couple months maybe a month or right you know and coop has been and they they've been honestly the writers have been pretty clear about i was just shocked that they like said it and that Mm -hmm. like it makes it real especially Mm -hmm. with sky saying it it makes it so real because coop has just been so unconcerned like yes she's been jealous but like she's been incredibly I don't know, to me, unconcerned, whereas I've been talking about for the past couple of weeks, I was just like, why is Patience so attached to this idea? Like, why is Patience still, like, checking for Coop right now when they just Mm -hmm. broke up? Yeah. So you've definitely seen it more on Patience's end than you've seen it on Coop's end, aside from the whole jealousy thing. Right, right. And I think that's perhaps what it was like in the beginning, where you did have, like, this tit for tat, but then as Coop became her own person and again is stepping into this new role and having this character development. I don't know. You, you just see these things changing. And so maybe Patience was kind of either a crutch for her or just a part of this old version of Coop. And she's moving yeah. into a new version of herself and her impatience just don't match that. And that's okay. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Uh, and it was like heartbreaking to hear like mm-hmm. Coop saying like I don't want to fall back on what's familiar. I was just like, yeah. ouch. There were so many moments that just like like line, uh, lines that just had my jaw on the floor, and I was just like, ooh, like oh, it hurts, it For hurts. Sure. Um, but but speaking of that, so that one that one that was one that did hurt. But I'm not even gonna hold you after everything else that was happening. By the time they came back to to Coop and Patience after not being with them for like 20 minutes, I like completely forgot. <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, and the storyline is they still gotta again. resolve this. <laughs> was really, right, right. I was just like, oh, like literally when they showed her uh, coming into the uh, coming into the beach house, and Patience was like, oh, we're not going to get away. I was just like, oh yeah, they do. I forgot about that. <laughs> there was just so much going on there's just so much going on but again it is going to be interesting to see um where that goes and we'll we'll talk a little bit we can't do too many predictions we don't know much but um we'll do a little bit we'll we'll do a little bit of predictions at the end um grace and carter uh (laughs) i know so cute carter was so nervous to propose to uh to propose to grace uh, but he got the blessing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not, and not him talking about, I want to make an honest woman out of your mom. Well, I was like, ooh, I was like, cringe. Is she pregnant? Like, literally. An honest woman. That's I was like, is she pregnant? Like, have you guys been shacking up? You don't even live together. Right. Like, what are you talking about? 
fuck? Um, no, but yeah, it was then like Spencer and Dylan being super confused was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then not Dylan, not Dylan. Of, they gave the blessing obviously, and then Dylan right. ruining the surprise. I was I just like. <laughs> It's also semi-Spencer's fault. Let me not even just put that on Dylan. It's semi-Spencer's fault because the way that he was just like, ooh, have you talked to Mr. Carter? Oh my gosh. (laughs) And just the inflection in his voice alone. Right. Right. Um, And so, yeah, they were chatting about that. She ended up finding out. He ended up proposing and it was nice. He got got down on 1D. Take notes, Mm. Billy. Let him know. And that ring was nice. It was one of those unexpected rings, right? It wasn't your quintessence. Yeah. I know all of us looked at that. We were just like, oh, an emerald. (laughs) Yeah, it was different. I said, okay, why not? I feel like like most women have that reaction. Like, oh, an emerald. That's cute. (laughs) I think there was like some diamond around it. Oh, there was. Okay, I gotta look back. Uh, I'll 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 upgrade it from it's cute to it's nice. That's nice. (laughs) No, but the proposal, the proposal had me in my feels. And Grace is moving. I said, do what you gotta do, Grace. Get your man. Move to Oakland. You can't be living with the. So you're about to become a recurring. Yeah, they had to. They had to. They had to. That's my question. He's already been MIA. And the, honestly, I think that's probably why they did this. <laughs> is because they're just like, look, Jalen, who plays Dylan, they're just like, Jalen is booked and busy. Um, okay. And we need like a more consistent reason uh, for him to be missing all of these episodes. Um, gotcha. Plus, he's just growing so quickly. Like, mm-hmm. he's still supposed to be, I think in the show's time, he's still supposed to be in like middle school or something. Um, yeah, no, that and this, that man is grown. That exactly. man is grown. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Um, but yeah, so Grace is, Grace is, you know, moving forward in her life, uh, with Carter and really happy for them. Uh, funny thing about that is Grace gives Spencer some advice when it comes to live. Um, and as Grace is sort of moving forward in her life, she's just like, tell Spencer, cause he's thinking about it. Um, you know, you have known your dreams since you were a kid and Liv is figuring out her dreams. So give her the space to do that. Um, and it felt very like, it felt very poetic, you know, mm-hmm. a poetic note. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure Karima and Grace will be back, um, but I'm not sure she's going to be in as many episodes if they're moving right. here to Oakland. Um, so it felt like a super just poetic way to end out her time is like a main yeah as a main character yeah leaves everyone with a nice little last oh um, so what did you think about that all that i yeah. i love the fact that he asked for the blessing and he proposed and everything um and i love what grace told spencer because i think that will resonate with a lot of people especially the young viewers of the show mm-hmm. not everyone has their dream figured out in high school or as a little kid, you know what I mean? And these things take time and that's okay. Like give yourself the space and the time to figure out what you want your life to be or what you want to strive for. So those little nuggets um, in between these episodes, I think 
are so much bigger than the show itself, right? I think those things resonate yeah. with you. So I really appreciated that line. I same and you like you just saying all of that like it it hit me when she said it but like it's also I'm realizing how much it hit me when she said it because I think Mm -hmm. that you know you go into adulthood and you're like I've had this idea for myself Mm -hmm. um and then like even especially like when I was in college it's just like you change so much as a person um and so it's okay to um it's okay to like change your dreams and like pursue new things or like when you're older like go after the things that you truly want if you're finding that what you're doing isn't working right and so yeah I really really appreciate that from her and I think like even though it was about live um I'm sure it's gonna come back up for Spencer uh as well Mm -hmm. um of him just like thinking about beyond football like what is it that he wants in life um so yeah it was really good really good uh really good line i think speaking of football come through transitions (laughs) (laughs) we love a good segue (laughs) we love a good segue asher 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 and this homecoming game um so I was really confused when the first when the coach first came to him, Coach Mr. Montez first co- came to him and was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna give you a ride or whatever." I was right. just like, "Is he trying to get some like information again on Spencer or like mm-hmm. whatever or Jordan or something?" Um, uh, and so he gives him a ride. Uh, ends up just wanting to like check on him, um, and you know, is just like, "Oh yeah, I hope that you're doing." doing well and all that uh, right jordan jordan's starting so i need a basic write-up on him i don't want to break the bro code which is a nice thing um that he did but basically they're just like prepping for this homecoming game right quick aside on the homecoming game uh boone which we haven't seen coach boone in a while i thought he was gonna be like a bigger deal <laughs> and wait like the black me, coach for the condors boone again the black wide receivers coach for the condors the one that was oh, just okay. like oh wait is the like the black sheep gotcha yeah we hadn't seen him in a while and i was just like where you been man <laughs> um but he gives his take on wade after you know it's found out that like wade did it and again we'll get into that whole storyline later but after all of that when it comes to the homecoming game wade is benched Jordan and Spencer try to rally the team. It doesn't work. They sort of turn on them. Um, they have the game. Jordan does well in the first half. <laughs> Jordan punches Wade. Uh, and so he injures his hand. Uh, and Spencer does well in the second half. So they had a good half for Jordan and a good half for Spencer. Right. Um, and, and Asher ends up covering for Jordan, who he can tell has injured his hand and just sort of says, like, let's just run out for his team like let's just run the ball because they can't stop the run or whatever uh condors win yay spencer and jordan uh and the coach invites asher for a drink what did you think about the homecoming game the homecoming game was good i'm glad that they switched it back and jordan was able to be qb1 the thing with these football games is there's always it's never as it seems so the game could be going well, and then you have like this small storyline on the side. 
for example, when Jordan, when Wade says what he says about Olivia and Jordan right. punches him in the face, right? Because I thought Spencer was going to handle that. But <laughs> Jordan hopped in there, bam, bam, popped in one. And Jordan protecting him, his, uh, his sister. There you go, Monda. Right? There you protecting go, Monda. Twin, okay? <laughs> Just... And um, the moment that I saw he got injured, I was like, oh, shoot, here we go. Right? Because like you said. Right. I thought they were about to lose this game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But he was having such a good first half. And I'm glad that it wasn't a situation in which, like, he choked, right, under pressure. Because he right. didn't know yeah, that same. he was really going to be in this position until the last minute when they were supposed to walk out and right. play. And I understand why the coach did that, too. There's no there's no room for the players to feel some type of way. Because it's like, hey, we're going out there now. Absolutely not. Yeah. Right? We're going out there now. You need to trust each other. We're going to play. Um so again, they always had a especially with all mind. of the shenanigans that were going on and the mutiny and the like, yes. oh, we're not doing blah blah blah. Y'all they saw that they dabbed much. Jordan out right quick after they said, "Okay, let's go win this game." Yeah, I was like, oh, none of this other family, not none of this you chose, you chose right. your other family, right? So, football players are so fickle. Anyway, <laughs> they are, they are. Oh my goodness! But so they, I mean, fickle. at some point they gotta be because like. It's a crazy game. It's a crazy game. Oh. If you sorry, this is an aside, but if you've ever heard yeah. like my team is the Ravens, if you've ever heard Ray Lewis, he's just like, no, we're going to battle. Like he is so serious about it. He's just like, I'm going to battle with my brothers <laughs> and I, I need you to go there battle with me. And it's just like that's how it is. That's yeah. how it is in real life. That's how serious they take the game. Um I'm glad that they ended up winning and that the punch Although it did affect Jordan, didn't we'll derail. find out later. Yeah. Correct, it didn't derail the fact that they won. So happy about that. Yes. And also, I mean, good on Asher. He has found the balance that um, Billy was talking about to do yeah. his job, but also be a good friend. Yeah. And I know that that can't be easy. Yeah. And I thought that they were going to have them do that have him do that in reference to spencer but it was in reference to jordan which i thought was um interesting and it it applies to spencer as well but i just thought it was really interesting because i thought it would directly apply to apply to uh spencer right um yeah there is one more thing on the homecoming game that I thought, oh, it is going to be interesting because Mm -hmm. jordan did do really well in the first half and he hit it like the coastal Carol, which I thought was super interesting, the coastal Carolina um, coach, right? Like didn't even yeah. know that Jordan had injured his hand, which was very interesting because, sorry. What? <laughs> Are we drinking the same thing? <laughs> oh my god! I love healthy kombucha. I'm drinking another kombucha. Oh, wow. I love that. But that's so funny because um, it's the same flavor. I know. Nobody yeah. can see this, but we're yeah. both drinking the healthy kombucha, the passion fruit and tangerine one. It's really good. It's really yeah. good too. Um, I just tried this for the podcast. first time today. <laughs> sponsor the podcast, please. <laughs> it is so good. Um, after an aside on that, yeah. Uh, oh, because the coach had given him this assignment, and the thing that he was supposed to find was that a player was injured and they didn't know it. So it was mm-hmm. even more like telling that Jordan was injured and the coach didn't even think about it essentially right um 
or that none of his other coaches who he put through this test, right, had recognized that. Um, and so, yeah, he did it good, but to that point, he's out for six to eight weeks because he broke his hand. So, and the other, the QB2 also is injured. So, like, yeah. So, what's going to happen to this football team? Literally, what is going to happen to this football team? <clears throat> it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens. Uh, and Jordan is very impulsive, so. All the uh, time. Yeah. This is not the first time he's done something stupid at a game. I thought he, that's what, that's the, um, that's the illusion or the reference I was going to make, like, back when, oh, uh, it's more for a prediction, really, but I just, uh, I know it's six to eight weeks, and I hope that he doesn't jeopardize the longevity of his career for the immediate, to speed up, yeah, to speed it up, and I, I, I really hope he's known for that. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about this when we no, because I, I want to say some more stuff on this, but I like yes. I want to talk about this when we get to predictions. Right. So yeah, yeah, that's very true. I hope he doesn't um, <clears throat> ruin the longevity of his career mm-hmm. uh, for this to speed this process up. Hmm. Hello, I had to cut it off uh, right there because again, this was a packed episode, so. Y'all gonna get y'all gonna get more parts, more parts than usual. But uh, hope you enjoyed this. Uh, stay tuned for the next part of our uh, review of the season four finale. Champagne glasses. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>